good morning from lovely Perth. Hey guys, how are we? We are good. <laughs> yeah? Yes. Nice. We're happy to be in Perth. So we got here Friday night. We're here for a friend's wedding. Yeah. And it's been nice to be home for a few days. Yeah, again, you spent three months in Perth very recently, so you're back again. Yeah, so so I've been a month in Adelaide and then one, yeah, four weeks later back in Perth. Yeah, yeah exactly right. And um, obviously uh, this wedding that we're going to is pretty exciting. It's at the new Ritz-Carlton in Perth, which is a big deal for Perth. We haven't had a Ritz before that, that I'm aware of, I don't think so. No, I'm so excited. This is one of my really old, dearest friends from, that I grew up with. She is a Polish family friend. It's a Polish-Italian wedding, so I believe it's going to be a big one. Hundreds of pe- people and pizza. Pizza. <laughs> pizza. I doubt they'll have pizza at the wedding. Anyway. Anyway, we um, Yeah, so last weekend uh, we did a collaboration with um, someone or a couple of people. With Bayside Glamping in Marion Bay. Yeah, and then the other one was Mink Pink. Mink Pink as well. Yeah, cool. So we wanted yeah. to talk about collaborations today um, and just sort of give our perspective on collaborations and sort of, you know, sort of explain why to do a collaboration, I guess. Um, I just wanted to give you some good reasons why it's so beneficial if you're a product or service-based business that collaborations can give you so much, especially if you find the right people to partner up with. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, like, you know, a lot of people go collabs, oh, put up a post online and you pay them and that, that's the transaction, right? So from our perspective, when we actually do try and do a collab or, or Ella does a collab because really I'm not just part of it, I just take the photos and that sort of stuff and, and you select the partners, is that you are trying to build a relationship, right? And you are trying to build sort of a, an actual product or business relationship with another business. And that collaboration, if you do it properly and you do it well, goes on for time it's not really just you know a once-off here's 500 bucks put up a post and off you go i mean you can do that but i don't see the long-term benefit of that um and there has to be a really clear roi if you're going to invest a lot of money into that yeah and we did that previously with ella and jackson paid you know these super super stars with a million followers a whole bunch of money to take a photo and it's great looks awesome goes up on instagram and then you don't really get any sales out of it specifically yeah this was in a time before insights were available so we weren't able to look in their audience their diversity where they are are they actually our target audience yeah so now we are so lucky that we can do that we have all of that information available so you make sure that you use it yeah, the most of it exactly right if you're armed with the information you can make a more strategic decision about where you put your money and your time and effort and then obviously you know get that roi which we keep referring to the return on investment the time and effort and, and what you're going to get back for it especially if you're doing a business um these sort of things are pretty important to, to track and measure yeah mm. so three reasons why i think it's a really good idea to do a collaboration if you haven't already done one yep. it increases your exposure so it increases your brand awareness it taps into their audience as well. So it increases your traffic and increases your audience Mm. and it gives you a lot of lead generation. Yeah, correct. So, I mean, if you've got your platform, sort of 5,000 people and they've got their platform, 5,000 people, potentially there's some crossover there. But um, depending on who you work with and who you select, you know, that potentially could be 10,000 people. And I think it's also important to note, and I know you've been doing this a bit, the, the micro-influencer uh, market is really taking off. It is, yeah. Yeah, so I talk find, us through that one, baby. Yeah. So I'll give you a really good example. I was working with a client a few weeks ago and I suggested some influencers that she talks, like she should reach out to. 
and one of them, she wasn't even an influencer, she was just an existing customer. However, her content was beautiful, she had really high engagement, she only had a thousand followers, right? And she reached out to her and said, I'll give you some products in exchange for some photos if you post them on your stories and on your feed. Mm. She did that and overnight she got a hundred new followers and four sales. And this this was just from an existing customer Mm. that had a thousand followers. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, that's kind of the same as you. So uh, Mink Pink and what was the other one? Um, The really cool uh, Keep Cups. Uh, Frank Green. Frank Green. So you were doing Frank Green stuff anyway, right? And they just saw you as a customer and went, wow, that's awesome. We'd like to work with you. And then they reached out and then all of a sudden they're sending you product for free, which is great. And again, to focus on this, it's it's a trade of services or trade of product is a good starting point. Um, If you offer someone some of your product and they don't like it, then maybe they're not the people to work with, right? You want to find people that already resonate That's your new word. (laughs) I got a lot of... Oh, yeah. yeah. Bart made fun of me a lot for the last yeah. podcast. I said resonate. So really maybe that resonates. can be the new yeah. thing instead of 100%. It's another catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but it's true, though. So, right? so if you find a business that you align with, uh, have the same values or the same, uh, I don't know, strategic outcomes, sounds like a big word, but really you, you like what they do and you, they like what you do. If you guys can trade services, happy days. Um, we've got a couple of collabs within the industry that are working quite well for us. Um, yeah. It also one- just makes it seem more authentic. Yeah. So it's not a random post out of the blue. Like we would have girls approach us all the time for Ella and Jackson that have never posted a swimwear or activewear mm-hmm. photo. And then if they do, that would just be really a really random odd post, which may not do so well in their yeah. audience. Yeah, wouldn't understand. I think to sum that up, it's uh, you know we we were getting emails from people going, "Hey, I'd love to do a post for your bikini label." Cool, um, I, I charge you five hundred bucks a post. It, it automatically becomes a transaction, which is a pain in the ass. Um, when you're doing a collab, it's kind of working together for a desired outcome for both of you, right? So you, you're partnering up for a, a, an outcome, whether that's sales or exposure or, or lead gen or whatever we're talking about, and the three reasons why. But as soon as someone goes, hey, we'll do a post, here's money, it's a transaction, and it also sort of, I don't know, puts you off a little bit, if that makes sense. If they approach you and say that to you, kind of does, especially yeah. <laughs> if they're not following you and yeah. if they're not posting that sort of content. That's exactly. why my I've got some, some good tips if yeah. you are looking to start off doing some collaborations for your business. Yeah. Then... I know that a lot of questions that come through is how do you find the right person to do a collaboration with? Should you just look at their followers? How do you engage with them? What do you say? So here are my top three tips when Mm. you are starting a collaboration with someone. Shoot. So the first one is research as everything. Surprise, surprise. Number one tip for everything (laughs) across the board. What are you going to research? So you're going to look at their audience and their engagement level, mm-hmm. which pro tip, you can still do this on your desktop. If you look, log into Instagram, you can still look at the engagement. You can still look at the comments, see what people are saying. And I've said it before, and influence makes influence, right? So see if they are already being influenced by their content. Yeah. And engagement equals engagement. And engagement equals engagement. Yeah, I do listen. What kind of, what kind of content are they already posting? So look and like, is your brand going to fit in nicely with their content or is it going to be a real random post? Yeah, and that can represent a bit of a hiccup, right? If um, you want to work with somebody and their stuff's subpar or completely different just from a color scheme or from a filter perspective, 
probably not the right person to go ahead with. Um, I know you've knocked back a couple of people purely because what they've wanted is not in line with your business and you've got to stay true to yourself in this process, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Cool. Then I would ask them to send you some screenshots of their stats, which is like it, it might seem like it's a little bit of an awkward thing to do, but it's necessary because mm. they, they may have fake followers. You don't know. Especially if there's money involved. Yeah, you have exactly. every right in a financial transaction to know what you're purchasing. Yeah. Or if your business is located in, say, <laughs> Australia and the majority of your audience is in the US, mm. but your target audience is Australians, then... Yeah. You might want to find someone that has more of their audience in yeah. Australia. And and then conversely, if you wanted to get into the you know US market, yeah, you can exactly. go and attack a US influencer, which is really, really smart. Exactly. Um, but of course, you've got to think that through. And uh, yeah, that can be predefined, of course. Then you can have a look if they've worked with other brands similar to yours and does your brand fit in with theirs. So yeah. don't just approach someone just because they have a lot of followers and high engagement Mm. but actually look to see if your brand or your product or service will what is it like synergize (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i don't know i just made that up if if the content that they'll post aligns aligns Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i agree yeah you like that word you can have it (laughs) thank you (laughs) so the second one is don't just look at the numbers and like Bart said, we are seeing a huge rise of micro-influencers. Yeah, correct. So just to give everyone a snapshot, obviously we, we did this little getaway and we're going to do a little YouTube video about that and actually a couple of them uh, for the trip we did last weekend. So um, the glamping place was called? So we went to Bayside Glamping. Bayside Glamping. And how did they come about? Do you just want to talk us through how they came through to you? So they are a South Australian-based business and I actually saw Brooke post about it she Mm. went there as Mm. she probably a part of a collaboration as well and i clicked on them and i started engaging with their content and then tiffany started listening to our podcast and after listening to our podcast she reached out and invited us to come stay and help her create some content yeah which is awesome and obviously she liked what you put out and we put together so she invited us to stay for free which is nice and that's that's the trade and then we were going to do some content for her and uh, at the end of the day it's great for us we wanted to get out of adelaide for a couple days and we wanted to obviously do a bit of a trip we haven't seen that little part of the world um it's sort of three hours out of adelaide good little drive good little holiday um for her she gets some great content and you know it's a it's a good bargain really everybody's happy and no money transacted and you know it works on both sides of the fence so what we did while we were there we created an IGTV video for her we created several YouTube videos as well and Mm. we took a lot of photos yeah exactly right which you guys will see all of our social media and due course and also (laughs) YouTube and that sort of stuff Um, yeah the other thing to note obviously with this sort of stuff is we did work with her so she happened to have a gap we didn't uh, impose what dates we had to go we sort of planned it as best we could and she said hey i've got a gap here can you make it and it just so happened that we could um at the end of the day if you are doing a collab you've got to understand that it is a give and take you can't just be like right mate i want these dates that's that end of discussion um got to do a partnership so so just go into it nicely and if you're not sure then just ask yep if you don't know what those if they have block out dates or anything like that then just be polite and ask exactly yep yeah what's the next tip (laughs) So the next one, number three, is send a personalized DM or email. Don't just copy and paste. Make sure that you actually use the person or business's name and spell it correctly. 
<laughs> be professional. So it sounds, it doesn't sound like a mind blowing tip, but you mm. would be surprised by the amount of times that this happens. And it's really off putting. It's either the, the message was meant for someone else and they've just mm. copied and pasted and yeah. saved your reply. You've got a couple of those before spam emails and spam emails, pain in the ass. We even do that at work, right? Every single time you write an email, hi, so and so, or insert name here, hope you're well. Put the context of the email. Kind regards, Ella. Kind regards, I've but even it's got not hard. Where they've copied and pasted it and forgot to take out in brackets insert oh, no. name here. Hi, insert name. <laughs> oh my god, it's me. It must be for I'm me. I'm the name. <laughs> that could be me. Oh dear. That's sad. But if you make it personal, and that that will help you start creating that relationship as well. It's, yep. You're paying attention and works yep. on both ends. If you're the business. Or if you're the micro macro influencer, mm. works both ways. Yep. Be polite, use your manners, it will go a long way. Yeah, and then if you start doing good content, you know, at the end of the day, you will get a referral, potentially lead gen, not necessarily from, you know, people on Instagram, but potentially other influencers and other businesses. Um, they might like your content that you put out and it sort of has a compounding effect, right? So then you end up uh, sort of building a portfolio to some extent. Yeah, so you'll create a little media kit and then when the business does send you an email or DM, then you mm. can send through a media kit. But if you are the business from the business side, then you would send a personalized email and always check in their bio to see if it says, please send me an email. Because if it does, then do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's you. Yeah. Well, look, it, inquiries can get lost in DMs. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, number yeah. one tip. 100%. Then I would tell them a little bit about your business product or service and make it as clear as possible as what you are expecting from them. So you, yeah, you can ask yeah. them for their prices, Good ask idea. them for their media kit. But if you make it as clear and easy to read as possible, then they know what you what yeah, they want expecting. from you. Yeah. But also it's a lot of time saving. So you don't want to send this really, really, really long mm. email because essentially you're showing them that you don't respect their time. Yeah, that's true. Um, having said that, though, you know, the first email, the first interaction, short, sharp, shiny, polite, cool. Yeah. When you're actually negotiating, because it is a negotiation, especially if there's no financial you know, implications on either side, it's just time and effort, you do need to define what they're expecting. For if sure. we'd gone down out there, stayed in the, this beautiful glamping place, which, again, you'll see on YouTube very shortly, it was yeah. super cool, and we gave her one photo probably not fair right so yeah we took oh we nearly filled 128 gig sd card of great stuff some of it's not so great delete but there's a vast majority of it which is awesome so we'll obviously put that on ella's socials etc etc do youtube put the podcast up and that sort of thing and everything that's left over we're probably just going to give it to her so if she wants to recycle that down the track happy days you know so that's it's a good transaction if that makes sense yeah and that really does define and you need to define that what do you want out of it? What do we want out of it? And what do we agree upon, if that makes sense? Exactly. Yes. Um, so in terms of obviously this collaboration, the um, collaboration was with the, the Glamping Place, obviously, which is cool. Um, and um, then we also sort of brought in another collaboration at the same time. So you don't just have to do one. You can sort of cross-pollinate this a little bit. So as we said, we did with it with Mink Pink. So you just want to talk about that one, sweetie, how that came about? So that worked really well because they, were, they gave me some beautiful dresses mm. to use for my content creation and it just so happened that we were going away for another collaboration to a really beautiful location so 
we just combined the two and we yeah. thought while wow, we're in this gorgeous spot and mm. Marion Bay is actually so pretty. Yeah, the water the water reminded me of Rottnest. Yeah, it did. And there was emus. And there was emus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was freaking out with this emu. Anyway, it was really, really cute. Um, cool part of the world. Um, the glamping, the tent, the facilities were great. Very like rustic and typically Australian. It was very, very cozy. It was cozy. Yeah, it yeah. was super cozy. And, and that made pancakes. That made pancakes. <laughs> On the barbecue, of course. And the barbie, great. mate. But um, no, while we were there, we did a collaboration with Mink Pink. So we shot some content for them. They sent me a couple of outfits. Yep. And we just made the most of being in a beautiful spot mm. and drove around, found some beautiful locations as yeah. well. And it's also really inspiring when you do this sort of stuff, right? I mean, at the end of the day, we do YouTube photography. You, you, you sort of run out of locations to shoot. Right, a little bit. We get a bit bored and you're like, oh, let's find somewhere new to go. Totally fair. At the same, you know, if you're trying to take photos in the same place, then all your photos ends up looking the same. It's not very exciting. So doing a collab like this gives us a great opportunity to change environment, get a little bit inspired, take some new inf- uh, so photos and content. Just the best. Yes, yes. You want to be traveling full time, I get it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it, working on it. But uh, at the end of the day, I mean, it, it is inspiring. We went out there and, you know, found this beautiful little cave-ish area on the beach, which is like I've not really seen before. Got some great content over there, a couple of videos and that sort of stuff. So, you know, that's pretty unique to that location. I don't think we'll get anything like that in a hurry again. So, yeah. Really yeah. good value for us as well, of course. I think so. Yeah. And yeah. so what we also did was we filmed how mm. to do a collaboration while we were there. Yeah. Because we thought that was the perfect opportunity to show what we were doing and how to do it. Yeah, exactly. So we do get quite a bit of questions about uh, what hardware we use and that sort of thing. And um, at the end of the day, uh, there's so much stuff on the market. It's really, really hard to pick and choose exactly what to do. And obviously, video content, um, then you know YouTube, uh, all the video stuff we use on that. And then again for the the podcast itself, it's you've got a wide range of hardware, and we happen to have accumulated stuff over time. Yeah. However, yeah. Bart goes into depth with my first tip: research. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he researches everything mm. in so much detail to make sure that we are buying the best product the first time so we're not going for the cheapest option we're going mate we might invest a little bit more money but we're going to buy it right the first time yeah so that's pretty much it yeah we, we do try and buy the right stuff the first time and also try and find appropriate equipment for appropriate situations um just to give everybody a short sharp shiny we basically have a, an osmo action an iphone 11 canon add uh, mavic pro drone um and then yeah we've got sort of a couple of bits and pieces for the actual vlogging stuff um and the for the the podcast um and yeah i mean you can end up spending thousands and thousands of dollars but if you have one or two key items you can actually start doing the stuff yeah and i think the message really is try and buy the right thing first time and then get cracking right if you sit there the whole time waiting for everything to become perfect uh, or waiting for the perfect shot or waiting for the perfect hardware or you have something that has 80 percent of the features but not 100 percent of what you want and you wait for two years you're just going to miss the mark right so you know generally speaking you've got an iphone and a, and a little microphone and a can-do attitude easy off you go yeah so we go into a lot of detail in a video that we just made as well so we created a lot of content while (laughs) we were there we did and also again just going back to the collab stuff we wanted to video it somewhere where we were doing a collab shoot because it was a bit more raw and as you say authentic (laughs) oh my god anyway um, yeah and again a different environment I mean if we just sit behind our desks and talk through our stuff it's a little bit boring because that's kind of what we do a lot of so using that environment works for us Uh, and yeah we were driving so we could take most of the 
equipment with us so we can talk it through, which is good. Um, if you are traveling, of course, you don't take everything, which is... No, just because of weight. Mm, especially onboard luggage, mate. Oh, yeah, we've been burned. <laughs> we've been burned before. Not naming any names, but so they couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not allowed to tell which airplane, uh, airlines channel weighs your luggage, but if it is that one, I'd recommend maybe not booking with them just quietly. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, moving along quickly, uh, I think in terms of obviously there's collab stuff. No, collab stuff doesn't always have to be on sort of the things that you think it would be in terms of, you know, going to location, doing shoots or getting product and doing that sort of stuff. So we've got a couple of other collaborations that we do within the market space. And that, that's generally the, the premise of the situation. You are trying to build business relationships that work over time. So we've actually got uh, a website collab that we have at the moment, which is pretty cool. So, Beth, yeah. do you want to? talk that through so if you would have seen my website it was created by webtech mind yes yes by prashant and i also found him or he, he actually found me through instagram yep. and we he well, he created my website and in exchange bart and i have created a series of videos for him to use for his ads exactly right and again trade services uh at the end of the day we start off with your wix and what was the other one that you did uh, it was wix you started with wix, wix and then we moved on to wordpress That's but he's one. done such a good job yeah and then i've obviously referred him quite a few other people yep and yeah, well, that's the thing, right? So he did good work for us. We arc grew Wix. There were a couple of extra bells and whistles we needed that Wix couldn't offer or you couldn't figure out or I couldn't figure out. Um, he obviously, being in the industry, knew how to do all these sort of things. So happy days. He took that on board. He reached out to you at the right time, interestingly enough, yeah. um, dialed up the website and he needed some some videos and that sort of stuff done. So we spent a day shooting with him and you did some um, sort of introductory stuff. And yeah, we put up a couple of ads for him to use for his website and that sort of thing. And um, yeah, a good trade of services and, and as Ella said there before um, if someone comes in and goes hey do you you know I need to get my website dialed up which one of our friends very recently did which is Tom and Yana um, and they own Kinney the label um, and she was like oh she got a quote for a website and it was like $16,000 I was like yeah that that's daylight robbery um, talked to Prashant and I think he came in sort With of an eighth of that yeah. yeah it was ridiculous so I mean someone you can trust someone you can rely on and actually do a proper referral with work you've done with before and have ed of evidence of it uh is exactly why you want to do collaborations right yeah. and that's where you end up a big issue with small businesses is that they don't have the funds but also it's hard to trust someone with your business yep and <laughs> which we have touchy obviously no, yes it's a touchy subject but it is and someone could be like here's my testimonial blah blah mm. blah but how do you know that they are actually going to do a good job for you? How, yep. how do you know that they're not just going to run away with your product or with your money? Mm. You know, you, you. So there is an element of trust yeah, that goes into it. Yeah, it's almost like an internship, which I think we spoke about four or five podcasts ago. Um, we had Caitlin do an internship for six weeks. She was super keen to learn and get involved. And now all of a sudden she's kicking goals and she's actually working for us and she has a job. But her interest in wanting to do work and us testing her sort of set the foundation and uh, off you go. So it's the same thing with a collab. You know, if someone's being extremely difficult when you're trying to set up a collab, do you want to do business with them? No. Probably not, right? So if someone's doing an excellent job and easy to work with, you're like, cool, well, it's collab. Give this one a spin. And do it again. Exactly. And you've had this with a couple of photographers. So they, you know, sort of jumping over themselves to try and work with you. Um, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> well, there are a couple that, uh, you know, like to work with you. Um, and re more recently, Jack... Um, 
he reached out and you did a photo shoot with him and he's got his own label and what was it what was the setup there you basically he did photos for you and you had to wear his watch in so the photos we did, yeah we did a photo shoot and mm. i wore his watch i wore his t-shirt and he did it such a good he job he did he did a great job and his brand his watch brand is called hover yep. I, I don't know how to pronounce it hover hover yep yeah, we'll put a link down in the bottom. But he's got a really, really cool um, sort of nice design watch um, label that he's that he's been running for a little while. And he's moved over into photography and he sort of reached out to Ella and said, look, you know, let's do a collab. Um, we'll do some photos for you for your socials and you can wear the watch and a T-shirt and we sort of trade services. And again, we didn't know what quality we were going to get out of him. And then I saw the photos and I was like, fuck. They're they good. were actually so good yeah, that I had booked impressive. another shoot for him for this week because yeah. I was like, oh, I yeah. need more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And again, just bear in mind in terms of – oh, I just dropped my phone. <laughs> in terms of the collabs, again, the first collab was set up, so it was like free photos and then a collab, right? But now we're going to do work with him again and Ella's asked to work with him again. Probably renegotiate that and just be like, hey, mate, what are you expecting this time? I'm happy to pay you because we know the quality is going to be there, right? That's exactly – I feel like that's exactly why someone would reach out to do a collab in the first place. And then, yeah, of course, I've been like, no, this time I'll pay you because I know how excellent your work is. So I'd see the value in that. Whereas before I was like, oh, I don't, do I don't really need more photos. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, no, we'll do it. And I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah, and it's great for me because then I can get away from behind the camera for a bit, just quietly. He, Happy to pay for that sometimes. He's amazing. <laughs> like, I, I cannot, like, mm. praise him enough. Yeah. And I think he's got a few few jobs out of it. So well, that's, that's cool. the other thing, right? He picked up a bit of work around the edge of it. So, so if anyone wants his details, I'll leave them below. He's based in Perth, Perth and boy. he is amazing. Yeah, Jack's great. And only be doing it for a little while, which is the impressive thing. Um, so he's yeah, he's done a great effort. So shout out to Jack, mate. Keep kicking goals, bro. All good. Um, loving it. And like I said, if I'm not always behind the camera, I'm pretty happy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But like, do I have to take a photo? Again. Again. Mate, everywhere we go, you turn a corner. What about a photo here? Turn a corner. What about a photo here? Go and just be. Comes with the job. <laughs> yes, it does come with the job. Um, but look, I think uh, just to sort of wrap it up a little bit, um, you know, when you are doing a collab, just sort of predefine what you're looking at figure out what you want out of it, figure out what they want out of it, um, try and vet who you want to work with. If you're getting bad vibes, trust your gut and bail. Yeah. Uh, we've had a couple of poor experiences where people have sort of ducked and run and not fulfilled their half of the story. Uh, yeah. We're not going to dig into those too much. but well, there, there are good and bad experiences. I'll give course. you some examples where we've, we maybe have sent product to someone and they <laughs> never did a post, ever. Yeah. Whereas they're like, oh, no, we'll do it, we'll do it, and that never happened. Yeah. Um, so be really clear, and I think that's just when we were first starting out, so you know, yeah. we're a little bit nervous, a little bit shy, but yeah. hopefully if you are in this position, then this will give you the confidence to be like, no, send them, send them an email and say, hi, yeah. blah, blah, blah. We love your page. We love all the content that you create, and we believe yeah. that we would be a great fit for yeah. a little collaboration this is our product. Please let us know if you're interested yep. because we would love to work with you. Yeah, again, and as Ella said, backing that up, have a little media kit if you want, being like, here's a couple of pieces of work we've done before. I think it aligns quite well to you. Here's the type of product we'd recommend and here's our little bit of expectations, three posts, whatever it is. Predefining that stuff lets people know whether they even want to reply or whether what they want to get into the, mm. the, the sort of collab, which is important. Um, 
I think sometimes people, uh, you know, sort of agree to things and then don't fulfill it because they didn't quite understand what they were wanting to do. That's huge, uh, or what they were dedicating to. Um, so that's that's important to outline. Uh, and yeah, again, <laughs> we've had some poor experiences. So I think being a bit precautious, but also being f- sort of firm with what you want out of it will also be a benefit because uh, sometimes uh, people will respect you if you outline things properly and are firm about it. For that one example, when you put out bathers and the chick put up a post and the next day she put them up for sale. Do you remember that? I remember that. See, that that's not cool man <laughs> no and what we should have said is in the contract when we paid her for this i'm not going to name names we should have said the items are not to be resold i actually right. can't remember the name so yeah irrelevant fine. but yeah now so not now but when we used to then send out emails after that we would just say please um please don't sell the product for at least two months after yep. just because that product is still in season for us and it won't be going on sale and it's also yep. just not a good look Yep. If it go, if they take a photo and put it up for sale straight away. Yeah, not a good look at all. Yeah. <laughs> not what you want to be dealing with. Yeah. No. Collab should be a fun, exciting thing that you should go into with your eyes open and, uh, you know, your your heart open and, and keen to you know get kick some goals and that sort of stuff. Not. Uh, it should be about building relationships and seeing how you can you can influence your audience. Yep. Not just make money. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's about growing the platform, right? Yeah. I mean, yes, sales is what everybody wants, but also you want to influence your audience in a positive way. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, social media is essentially a form of word of mouth, right? So if you do good work, you work with good people, other people will find out, you'll pick up more work. There it is. Problem solved, right? Um, But of course, if you engage with the wrong people, align with the wrong bands, the opposite might happen. So if you are doing a collab, think about it a little bit, do your research, um, yeah, and hopefully it'll work out pretty well for you. But uh, yeah. I think... If you do want some more tips, then let yeah. me know. I'm more than happy to have a chat with you about it. Yep, happy days. Yeah. I think that's it for today, sweetie. We've got to get cracking. We've got to go get ready for a wedding. Yes. <laughs> You've got your makeup coming up soon, I think. I do. Who's yeah. doing your makeup? Rachel. Is it a collab? So it, no, I'm oh. paying her. But um, she, I mean, she does the most amazing makeup. And she, yes, we have done previous collaborations yes, together. Yes, and now, now you're a customer of hers. I think I'll be her, her customer for life. Yeah, what's she's her business name again? Lush Glow Bar. There you go. So she does my tans now just because she's super close to my house mm-hmm. and amazing. Yeah. And she, then, can I just quickly tell you the story? Oh, so a few years ago we did a photo shoot for Ella and Jackson and it was over in Rotnest. But we had to do the makeup on the way there. On the boat. And it was so choppy and so windy. But she nailed the makeup and it was perfect. Yeah, that's bad. I don't know how she did it. I was holding on for dear life with my eyes closed. I was like, this is this yeah, is going to turn out like Picasso. Yeah. But she nailed it. Very and that's impressive. why I will mm. always come to her. Exactly right. And then you're getting your hair done with Elsa. Elsa, also. who you guys heard on the podcast a few weeks ago. Yeah. So she's my hairdresser mentor mm. friend amazing woman yeah. wonder woman also do a lot of collabs yes <laughs> she does give you a bit too much free stuff because she loves you a lot i love her <laughs> she's cool. helped me so much yeah, yeah. she has she okay really has. We, we should wrap this up because we're it. just we're yeah just your muffling. mom's <laughs> your mom's gonna start shouting at us soon all right guys that's it thank you very much if you guys want to uh reach out in any way straight to ooh, ella oh Please leave a review because last week we hit 42 in the charts in Australia and my mind was blown. And the only way to do that is if you leave us a little review or rate the podcast. And I know you probably hear it in every single podcast and blah, 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 blah. But it actually really helps. Yeah. 
We appreciate it. It does. <laughs> cool. Okay, right. we'll talk to you in our next All episode. Right, guys. Bye. Have a good one. Bye.